The Burroughs of Berea is a conversational podcast. We study the Bible and we talk about it. Not all of us are of the same faith. And one of us doesn't have a faith. But we still love one another and we're going to continue to talk about these things. The things we believe in and the things we believe about what we read in the Bible. Not all of these are necessarily true. Some of it is opinion and speculation. Thank you for listening and speculating with us. There you go. That was good. Yes. Oops, oops, oops. <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to the Burrows of Berea. Well, welcome back to the Burrows of Berea. I am Sarita the Edge Edgerton, your fearless host today. She is totally fearless, bro. She really is. <laughs> I'm the Bible says, do not fear. I know. Take courage. To my left is the awesome, who we all love, right? That's what Rocket I've heard. man, Andy Bishop. <laughs> and then across from me, straight out of Compton, is Ral Hicks. Represent. <laughs> you don't have as many notes on this one, or do you? Uh, I have a I have a book. A Bible? Uh, no, I actually oh. I, I did bring something from the Bible, but I have uh, the through the Bible with J. Vernon McGee. I feel like if you have the name Vernon, you got to know Bible stuff. It's just a sounds it's like a, a, it's a it sounds rule. like an old. Pastor yeah. name, like old Southern Pastor oh, Vernon. I, I grew up listening to him with my dad on the radio. Is he a pastor? Yes, he Sounds was. Sounds like he should be. He he from the from the South, but moved to L.A. and did a five year uh, did the vibe the Bible in five years on the radio. And wow. uh, I have a copy of that. And then I have I bought his book, all of his books that uh, are the transcriptions of that and what each verse means. Oh, all right. Well. Cherry, I don't know how to follow that, but next to him is Cherry the Annihilator Lewis. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And that chuckle that you just heard is from our OG, Rick Welch. All right. So since how you I, doing, Podfather? I'm, doing, I'm great. But since iCandy is not here, I'm getting ready to tell you something. I'm gonna did you guys know that the atomic fireball candy was discontinued in 2023? Yes, because no. my children were very upset that it couldn't. Yes, oh, wow. can you believe it? That's been my whole life. The atomic what? fireball, they are discontinued. They were the best. Yeah, they but just go best. to Hobby Lobby and buy those square cinnamon suckers that we had as kids. They're very you, you good. You can if you want, but it's not, not an atomic, atomic fireball. fireball that you have to hold in your mouth as long as possible. And if you're the first to spit it out, you're you a loser. Lose. You're a loser. You're a big loser. Well, if you don't follow Rick Welch on social media, what's your problem? But, oh gosh. That's okay. He wasn't wow. here the first time. I'm and next e to the OG Podfather. I'm easily replaced. <laughs> wow. Is our friend from the South, Rick Big Daddy Cotta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you do me a side one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There you go. That's kind of like ER. That's not your child. He's sexy or something. <laughs> sorry about that, Rick Carter. That's all right. You weren't here the first I threw, time. I, I threw her off at the atomic That's fireball, right. bro. Yeah, you did. You, you, we went right out of we intros. Did. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So back to what I was saying. If you don't follow Rick Welch on social media, he has been writing these 40 page long <laughs> social media. Yeah. No, I actually read them all. You do? Um, I do. I, and by the way, I do put a little disclaimer at the beginning. This is long. Don't read it. You know why I do that? Because of that lady that says too long, too yeah. long. And I was like, you made a comment. It's too long. And I was like, oh, maybe I should just warn them, you know. So anyway. The bad part is just read it before you respond to the meme that he puts there. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> laughing at it kind of really won't <laughs> justify The meme's meant to be funny. My and dad died. <laughs> that was <laughs> funny. That's a cute picture. hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, but he had been doing a couple of, I think he did a couple of posts on the fruits of the spirit. Um, four, I think. Was it four? On the fruit of the spirit? On the fruit of the spirit, not yeah. the works of the flesh. Yeah, just That's a few correct. of the work on the fruit of the spirit, and then I started focusing more on my flesh, which is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I opened my dumb mouth and said, "Hey, we should do a podcast on this." And he said, "Great, you can lead it." And I was like, <sighs> "Yeah, you got to. You're going to lead all of them." Blubbernutter. And I just found out we're going to be doing four of them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at least, okay. So all that to say, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Is we can title this one "Fruity Tootie." <laughs> Yeah, I, I said. I said, "Hey guys, Sarita's going to kick off the works of the flesh tonight." <laughs> That's Ooh. after the podcast. <laughs> That's after that we're is done. Not PG. That will not be recorded. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those who is thankful that she grew up in the 80s and 90s where nothing was recorded. That's right. Yeah, we can still run for office without shame. Some of us, <laughs> or go to church without shame. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so. We're going to do a little study on the fruits of the spirit and the works of the flesh, but and that's what we're actually going to start with today. But we're going to read in Galatians 5 today, so if you have your Bibles, open them up to Galatians 5. Now, I have to say, Rick sends us all scripture in the King James Version, but I have just been falling in love with the ESV version. Oh, I love, yeah, I love that version too. I just, when I do a study, I prefer King the King James. James had had all the things that the ESV mm-hmm. translators had, his version would be superior. But I really, really have been digging the ESV. I want to get a paper Bible. I've been using my pa- my my paper Bible is one my husband gave me when we were engaged. So and it's New King James, and I like it. But I've been really digging the ESV. Mm-hmm. So that's what I read in my Bible app. All right, so we're going to start in Galatians chapter five, verse one. We're going to start at the beginning of. We could read the whole thing of Galatians because it all goes together, but we're just going to start in chapter 5. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. All right, so if you're a Christian, we have thrown off being a slave to sin and put on being a slave to Christ, if you will. Mm -hmm. Look, I, Paul, say to you that if you accept circumcision, Christ will be of no advantage to you. I testify again to every man who accepts circumcision that he is obligated to keep the whole law. You are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by the law, you have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. And really, that verse is why I wanted to start at the beginning, because we're called to be like Christ as believers. And Christ says in his own words, seek, and we'll have to quote the King James Version of this, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen, amen. That's the song. But mm-hmm. um, So we're, if we're going to be like Christ, we're supposed to be seeking righteousness. Paul here says, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying this truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven 
leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view, and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. But if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. The King James Version does not say emasculate themselves. It just says put themselves out or something like that. Castrate. That, yeah, that's basically just cut the whole thing off. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. And I think this is where you were going with your posts on social media. But through love, serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as it yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. So I'm going to stop there for a second. And let's I, I, talk can about I that. Quick, he said for the whole law is fulfilled in one word, but then he went on to say like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. Maybe it word, was only one word in Hebrew. I was wondering. That's what I wanted to know. Like when it, it fulfilled Agape, in one word. Phileos. Love. 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 Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's I how, could, that's I, how I interpret it. I, took, that I took it to be love too. Yeah. Love he and said, what he said was, he goes, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So I wonder if the in word, English, it's many words, but I, I wonder, wonder if, if it's, the word well, word there is saying well, in one saying. Could as usual be a translational thing. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. And it kind of like, we call this the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's 66 books. Of yeah, okay, it's so a couple maybe words. It's, it's a different way of looking. Okay, sorry. No, Go no, ahead. Good question. Sorry to interrupt you, Sarita. I thought that because the Bible says God is love. It's fulfilled in one word. But you're right. That's where we're. That's where I was heading with All my studies. Things and the greatest is love. The, yep, love. And that word that we talked about, I think, in our last recording was agape. Mm. That word that's self-sacrificing love. Um, okay, so I think basically to sum up what we read thus far, if you're going to keep any part of the law and require that others do so as well, then you have to keep it all. And we know that that's impossible. It couldn't be done prior to Christ, and only Christ did it. Because with God, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. But with humans, as we are, it is not possible. Which is where whenever I argue, like, hey, if you're going to hold somebody to it, then they need to follow all of it. That's really where this comes from, is the Galatians 5 outlook. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Well, if you're going to follow it, then follow it. That's my point. Is He said it. Look, if you're going to hold me and you're going to bind me by one single thing in, within the law. As a method of salvation yes, and sanctification that's exactly and right. justification. Then you're going to bind, bind yourself to all of it. Yeah, that is correct. You need to start sacrificing bulls and sheep and goats, man. And, and we in our own churches— do that. Oh, yeah. You don't wear the right clothes. We have our own versions of the law. You don't come to church on Sunday nights. I mean, we don't have Sunday night church anymore. You don't bring your kids to church on Wednesday night. I mean, we have, y'all don't see. Yeah, the traditions You have, re- you have red a- carpet in your church. <laughs> heresy. Is, yeah. that, is that a heresy? I don't know. People, Just- people argue over the, the, the color of the carpet. It's bizarre. Traditions yeah. are. Traditions are pretty strong, yeah. Yeah. So you take off the yoke of slavery, or you take on the yoke of slavery, and you risk being legalistic. Mm-hmm. And Jesus would get real snippy with the legalists of his days. And if you were a legalist yourself, he would probably get pretty snippy with you. And I can be. 
I can be like that. Mm-hmm. I can be very particular in my Christian walk. And if you don't do it just the way I do it, or you don't sing the right way, it used to make me mad. My husband does not sing in church. Mm. He just stands there. I was like, why don't you sing in church? Like, I, I get mad. Like, you're so supposed to be singing. in his own way. He's like, that's not how I worship. And I was like, ah, okay. I mean, so I think we can, the music's not right, or the you idea, have a different eschatology than I do. Yeah, the idea that you're bringing out is something that I learned my on my own, which was that because of <laughs> a wretched man that I am, Whenever I began to go to church or get involved in our church, and then I became more and more and more involved, then I suddenly started to turn that view towards others and needed others to conform into the image of holiness that I thought they needed to be. And then if they weren't, then they just weren't living up to the mark because that was the mark I was living up to. And then it started forming roots of bitterness and all kinds of things like that. So yeah, Jesus was persnickety about things like that. Hey, you strain out a gnat, but you swallow a camel— you're pointing out the splinter in a brother's eye, and you've got a board in your own. That's who I was. That's our, what I was doing. He was literally talking to me. Our traditions become our own Mishnah. Oh yes, our own written, our own written or unspoken law on ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we're creating those through our own traditions that we hold so dear to. Not saying the traditions aren't good or welcoming at times, but when we do it that way, when it's objectively against somebody, mm-hmm. then that's where. I think you break the wrong ground. Yeah. So uh, and I, in my notes, the, the few that I've taken at this point, we should all be seeking righteousness in Christ and not the law, not our own. The things that I'm going to be convicted about may not necessarily be what Cherry is convicted about. We all have our own things that Christ wants to work on in our, or the Holy Spirit wants to work on in us. And so... Like I said, we'll have our own convictions. Some people I know won't eat pork, mm-hmm. okay? But they'll have shrimp, but they won't have bacon-wrapped shrimp, which they're missing out totally. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, dude, um, preach, preach shrimp, it. Shrimp is a weird choice when bacon, you compare it to pork. Bacon-wrapped scallops. Yeah. Bacon-wrapped scallops. Come on now, bro. Mm. Um, some will follow the Sabbath. I have some Seventh-day Adventist friends who think I am absolutely going to hell because I am not observing the Sabbath on Saturday. I'm like, okay, hmm. well, all right, fine, I guess. I, I, so, you know, they have their own convictions. They have their own traditions. Were you going to say something, Andy? I actually want to back this up. What do we mean by works of the flesh? Like in a very there. general sense, not like specifically, just like what's the what's the 40,000 foot look at the phrase works of the flesh? Do you want me to answer that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like as as round as possible, and I know it'll get filled out, but just so I have like something to stand on while we kind of move forward. It's, the very next verses we're getting to are gonna. Talk yeah, it's about gonna it. tell you what it's gonna give you a list of what they are, but the I, the overall look of it, Sin. earthly desires. Yeah, it's 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 the thing. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Sin, it, earthly desires. It's the things where when works of the flesh. Okay. Your desires. That's starting to compute. The physical, your works personal works that can, um, apart from God, that are evident in the choices that we make, right? Strife, dissension. You'll hear the list, and that that Uh list of the flesh will sort of define what they say is humanity is apart from God, for example. Uh Okay? Okay. Yeah, no, that that good. That's a little little start, Zala. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 
But it does say there, right right at what we just finished reading in verse 15, but if you bite and snip and devour one another, you know, you'll end up getting consumed as well. And I think a lot of times, you know, we're seeing that sort of in the cancel culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you start doing that to people, you end up getting consumed by it as well. And that happens in church. You end up on the wrong side of somebody else who's now higher up in authority than you, and you could get asked to leave a church or no longer in a position of... Yeah, start, stop getting invited to things. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. And so we just have to be very careful. Mm-hmm. But if we treated it... I mean, can you imagine if everybody who went to church and said they professed faith in Christ treated everybody else with love? I can imagine They'll get a right back like in that. their car and run the red light down the street and flip somebody off as they go by them because they are going too slow. I mean, and that's just a, that's me. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, so, uh, so the works of the flesh are evident in you. Uh, for yeah. sure. At the, at the, in traffic. That's why know? half the people don't, that's why half the people don't believe is because they see other Christians and they're like, yeah, no thanks. They're no different than the world. Mm-hmm. And the law was given to the Jews to make them different than their surrounding people groups. Mm-hmm. Christ was given to the world to make those that ask him into their hearts and seek after his righteousness different than the people around them. Mm-hmm. And we need to be focusing more like that. So go into verse 16, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So that would be the works of the flesh for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, Andy, the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery. And every time I say that word, I think of the... um, all of this, but idolatry sounds pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> idolatry is like kind of neither here nor there. The um, night at the museum mm-hmm. when he meets the Genghis Khan. Never seen it. What? I haven't watched that movie. He goes, sorcerer. Uh, that was their word for magic. Uh, magic. Okay. Um, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries. Dissensions, divisions, this envy. Li- this list like turns into a bummer real quick. Yeah, okay, it's, it's getting ready to pick right back up. <laughs> okay, drunkenness, orgies, and things like that. <laughs> that, that make you feel better. So <laughs> it, it, it kind of dropped in the middle and picked right back up at the I end. Just, I'm just wondering how hard to devote to this joke is really. <laughs> I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, so we're going to stop there. Um, Focus on what you just said there. Say it one more time. Say it slower. That last sentence. I I (laughs) as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's huge. Okay. Those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And actually the word there is a future progressive or continual progress. I can't remember. It's not called future progressive, but it means... Continue in doing the things. It has an ing on it. It would be an ing for us. Mm-hmm. It's continual can drunkenness. You, can, continual can, can orgies. You, can you say that again so I can um, so I can disagree? 
You want to disagree with Paul? Sure, go for I it. I warn you, as I warn you, want to you're going to argue with me. I didn't write this. No, 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 I'm no, just, I just reading. To, I just want to read it again. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So does that translation mean you will not inherit the kingdom of God or you will not go to heaven? Because none of that has anything to do with once you say, I believe in Christ, even if you do those things, you still inherit the kingdom of God. You're going to have to work through this study. You're going to have to go through this study, Ralph, because what you're saying in essence is that, and where you're at is honestly correct, because the fact is, is that the works of the flesh are those things that all human beings do but it's Christ that sets you free, okay? And it was a free from the bondage of the law, free from what that law did, which was expose sin and therefore create death. You were, ex- you were released from that. So the kingdom of God is heaven, is the place where you would go to be with Christ. But the idea that, and I'm not going to interrupt your study, but where you're heading, you're heading the right way, but we got to work through it to understand why Paul's saying it the way that he is. Well, you got to remember when he said it too. Ooh, don't even get Rick Carter started on that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just opened up a Pandora's box with that guy. Ooh, boy. And we'll get into that later. This episode is brought to you by Carolina Cases. Whether in your home, auto, suitcase, or hotel, you can be assured that with Carolina Cases, you can protect what matters most. Carolina Cases are TSA approved, so you know that your items are secure in a shock and impact-proof hard case. These lightweight, durable cases come with pre-cut, protective, high-quality foam to fit your pistol by make and model, compact size or full size. They come in a universal configuration for multiple options. Carolina cases are more than a pistol case. They are available in fully customizable foam to protect what matters. You can go to their website at www.carolinacases.net to see their design of protective lid designs. Each is laser engraved to give you unmatched style at home or on the range. So to protect what matters most, visit www.carolinacases.net. That's www.carolinacases.net. Enter code BURROWS, that's B-U-R-R-O-S, at checkout to receive free shipping. That's right. Just enter BURROWS at checkout and you'll receive free shipping. Okay, so... Uh, Maybe I did not do this on my own, Uh but um, but I would love to. In my Bible, somebody had preached on it and had divided up the works of the flesh and the spirit. I mean, and the works and the fruit of the spirit both into three three separate. There's three categories of each one. So Mm -hmm. since we're on the works of the flesh, we'll do that one first. There are three kinds of sin. There's sexual sin. There's spiritual sin, and there's social sin. And when I was doing this, I kept going back to um, what I believe is uh, maybe a Catholic doctrine. So maybe Ralph could help me out here. The seven deadly sins that come out of Proverbs, the things mm-hmm. that comes from the Proverbs, the things that God hates. Yes. They all, it's pride and it all of these that Paul talks about. He takes that. I just posted those yesterday. Did you? The seven things that God hates. I must have missed that one. Hmm. But the seven, but I kept going back to it on my own study. These things fall under those seven things. He's just expanded the list. Mm -hmm. So you want me to read them to you since I have them right here? Sure. Yeah. Um, So this, the, yeah, because I I had put that 
Uh, that's so cool that you did that because I linked it too. It all it, it does. It links. And I normally to... see your things first in, thing in the morning. It's like the first thing I read. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, this one that I posted. Bing. Uh, well, just posted while I'm on the toilet. His post because he probably kidding. put them up at four a.m. <laughs> you stink. So, um, oh, where did I where did I put it? Okay. Um, well, did I not post it? Maybe that's why you didn't read it because I didn't actually post that one yet. I'm sorry. I do have it here. That's the second lie he's told today. It's it, no, it's not. It's like the seventh. <laughs> you just weren't around. Me long enough. You you weren't around me long enough to know. But I, I don't want to kill your study here. But here it is. So um, there are six things that the Lord hates. Proverbs six sixteen through nineteen. There are six things that the Lord hates. Seven that are an abomination to Him: haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who declares lies, and one who spreads strife among brothers. Again, that's Proverbs 6, 16 through so, 19. So I can let me ask you a question in regards to that. Me or him? I'm just in the general okay. to the group. All those things that you just read, when you heard those in your ears, how did you feel about those moments? How did you feel about those things? Well, I mean, for me personally, I feel like I've probably done every single one. Yeah, of them. I mean, not, that's... Not, no. Well, it's a good. That's good because we're almost self-reflecting or looking at ourselves. But how did you look at it when people do that to you? Oh, how do I feel when I feel like someone has done when those things read, to me? When you read, read those, how do you feel about them? Do you agree? Do you agree with God that this should be an abomination? That they should be hated? What well, you say <clears throat> haughty eyes. I'm not sure what that meant. Well, it says the things that he hates, and I'm not exactly defining what the haughty eyes are, but the other ones self-reflect. As I thought about those, I think about um, lying is definitely one of the biggest things again that I cannot stand. I do not like a liar. Um, the other part, haughty of, eyes, is like pride, arrogance. Ah, okay. Thank then you. yes, then then that's. I think of when I think outside when people are like that, I think of those. So that may, that brought me to the knowledge that I thought well. Okay, wait a minute. One of the verses of the Bible says, God said, I will write my laws upon your heart. What if the things he hates is a part of the laws that he writes on our heart that we have so much animosity to? So that if somebody does those things, we are so we get so reactive against them. Does that make any sense? Yeah. If you if you live in that age when the when it gets written on your heart. <laughs> I lost you there. Sorry. No, not exact. Okay. All right. It, it's that's a bigger study that me and him keep going through. Yeah. But but yes, I see what you're saying. If if God writes that on your heart, the seven and, things that he hates. I'm only asking, but I can self-reflect in that moment because I'm thinking about him. I'm just curious if, if anybody else has that same reflection. If somebody's doing that or portraying those moments, how do you feel internally about them? Mm -hmm. Towards that person, does it I say in the same way for myself, I I was like, I can't stand when somebody lies to me. Yeah, like if somebody's I, super arrogant to I can't, me, I can't stand. That. I can't. You know, it's like who, who, you know, who put you on your high horse, right? You feel that that feeling. You know, if if somebody's, you know, whatever speaks evil to you, the anger that that wells up. Yeah, I mean, I think God hates it, and so very well could have put that in our spirit to hate that same thing. A lot of us don't like to be treated that way. Sorry, I took us down a path there. Anyway, sorry about that, Serena. No problem. All right, so the sexual sins that were listed in Paul's list, not necessarily the seven that mm -hmm. you just read, were adultery, fornication, impurity, and lewdness. Now, I think my trans this other translation was, instead of lewdness, it was sensuality. 
And then you've got the King James, which is what? Lasciviousness. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, which is a word I use to describe the book that we shall not name be named. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very lascivious. Um, so that's the first kind of sin. So you have these sexual sins. These are sins that you commit usually within your own body. Um, adultery. And we know how Jesus treated the adulterous woman. Mm-hmm. I love that story. Um, talks fornication. Uh, this says sexual immorality. Um, basically, that's sex outside of the bonds of the marriage of a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. That's how it's defined. Um, impurity. Um, that could be impure thoughts. It could be pornography. Um, so nasty. Yeah, taboo, taboo sexual behaviors. Yeah. Dirty yeah. talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then lewdness. I mean, we all have people that come to mind when we think of somebody who's lewd. It's disgusting. It's not ever, that word is never used positively. Chester. Chester, Chester, yep. Okay. And then you have spiritual sins. Idolatry, which Andy even admitted didn't sound very fun when I read it earlier. Sorcery, so witchcraft. Divination, mediums. Divination, fortune telling. Pharmacies. Pharmacia. <laughs> I know that's right. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I was playing on word there. And actually, <laughs> since we're there on this word, um, the uh, practice of taking mushrooms to get you to a higher plane is becoming very. It's becoming much more popular in in the Christian world than it ever has been. As as far as I know, and. I, and there's there's a lot of theories about, and I don't know. They could be complete horse horse hockey. We'll go with horse hockey. Horse hockey about uh, early Christianity and mushroom use. I'm not advocating there's any truth to them, but there's a there's a lot of there's stuff that's gone around about that that portends to be sort of smart. I don't know if there's, well, there's a lot of the, there's it. a lot of that use in in tribal communities uh, throughout history. Yes. Yeah, that is that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even Aaron Rodgers mentions going and. And doing mushrooms and seeing a spiritual plane that he's never seen, you know, seen before. And uh, people who are atheists who go to these things come back not atheist anymore because they see spirits. Of course, I believe they're seeing demons, but I don't understand how the form of of uh, getting high is acceptable in mushrooms, not acceptable in crack. I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense to me. Oof. If you're using anything, if you're, but I'm saying like if you're using anything in in a tech in a context of saying, from a Christian standpoint, I can eat this mushroom and have some elevated experience. experience mm-hmm. I can get closer to God. I, that that's acceptable. But the crackhead over here, who's using this for whatever reason they're using it for, is not acceptable. Like. Obviously, I don't promote any drug use of any kind, but I'm, I, I just don't, from a Christian, like when I'm thinking about it from a Christian standpoint, if I'm using anything that's altering my mental status, I don't see how that is uh, well, you have to of be careful, God. But you like, have to be understand. careful with that because you have certain people that have to take, you know, antidepressants, you know. Yeah, but I'm not, but I'm saying like if to, for the specific use, not to even kilter, whatever, you know. You're just talking about in order to find uh, yeah, God, you're to, taking a to drug. to get to a point where I can hallucinate? I don't think people are taking crack to find God, though. I mean, no, I they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're trying yeah, to escape. It's, it's kind of a difficult 
that's kind of a that's a false equivalence. But, but between I'm saying like somebody no, no, you can say that, crack. but there are can be some people who would maybe literally look at you and say, "I'm using this," and have any means of reason to tell you to justify why they're using it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, sure. That you, this this Christian's using this mushroom so they can reach God. Well, the crackhead very male, very well may look at you and say, "Well, I'm using it for some other Christian reason." Just to justify the fact that they're using it. So what I'm saying is I don't understand how. I, I understand what your argument is. I totally agree. Like, I'm in lost regards, there. No, I agree with you're saying. If like, a drug is a drug is a drug. Right. Right. But then, but we have to be careful about specific, you know, there's psychotropic, there's, there's. So go with LSD. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's basically the same idea here is that LSD is a, what's the word? What's the problem? Hallucinogen. It's a hallucinogen. Mm-hmm. That allows your brain to separate, you know, and perhaps it, it it interprets light differently because of how it's affecting your brain. It interprets sound differently, and then because of that, you're having this. People say they can smell colors. They're, yeah, weird. they're having. They can see things like that are solids that are melting. They, you know, there's a lot of things that it alternates the reality. Salvador Dali. Yeah, yeah, the, the melting clocks. But you have this, you know, drugs. Those drugs are used in a, like in a mind. But of course, LSD was not designed for that. LSD, if you look at its history, mm-hmm. why it was designed was for super soldiers. But um, you have they did that wrong. They certainly did. <laughs> well, and, and then 30- Timothy Leary fixed that for them. If you ever seen the Minusteric Goats, have you ever seen that movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's about. I mean, it's like these super soldiers that could just like they took these drugs and they were trying to use their minds to like kill a goat, right? <laughs> <laughs> But I see what you mean. But I, I think that, you know, like I know people. I'm not people, saying it's becoming like they're doing it at the Baptist church down the street, but more and more people are experimenting with it to get to. I think Ralph's closer point. To God. Ralph's point is a very good one. Traditional, traditionally, a lot of people across history uh, have used hallucinogens for religious ceremony. It is super yeah. pervasive, just kind of in a broad sense. Yeah, that's how they were able to rip people's hearts out, i.e. the Indiana Jones, which is actually a um, based off of a Hispanic culture. Hmm. Um, they did it. The Incas did it. So. If you can, like, reach through somebody's rib cage and pull their heart out, you're on PCP. Yes. <laughs> that's that's a very specific. <laughs> you're picking they, up your... they, I re- yeah. can't remember the name of the drug that they use, but it— yeah, it's it's. Yeah, they could. Yeah, we we developed a I special bullet for that. I'm just uh, thinking, if you're going to use a drug, <laughs> just own it. Don't try to use it as an excuse to. to yeah, meet God. I, I don't think it's you know an excuse. Saying? I think people that take hallucinogens for religious reasons absolutely believe it. Oh yeah, there's I'm no sure. excuses. Yeah, yeah, that's not to them. That's not an excuse. No, I, I think drug addicts too. I, they I, have. Yeah, they. I have don't a, think they make excuses. I think, I you think guys they just nailed it on the head. Actually, what she really means is don't use it as an excuse. Yeah. If you're using it as an excuse for them, those people are using it for a specific purpose to get high. Well, I mean, no. If these people are like, oh. I'm going to take this just to find God. Mm-hmm. That's I want to find God, right? If a crackhead looks at you and says, "I do it for the same reasons," it gets me closer to God. <laughs> you can argue the point with them all you want, but if that's what they believe, that's what they believe. But for us, you know, it's like eh, I don't think so. Right. Most I mean, drug addicts I've met and talked to uh, use it as, as as an escape from either what they are going through mentally or physically, or what they've been put through by uh, by other people. Yeah. All of which are works of the flesh. There, there are some programs that 
I mean, they're not sanctioned in the United States, but I know that there's many people, especially soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Navy I know where you're going. Gone, yeah. They go to, they'll go, to, and I'm not exactly sure where this place is at, but there are places that they can travel to that give them a, an ability under doctor care to do these basically a drug trip. South yeah. America is full of like, not full, but there's places in different parts of South America where people go to do the ayahuasca trips, yes, which are ayahuasca. pretty wild. It's, uh, that's what I was thinking. Ayahuasca. Yeah, which for like, and I mean, apparently like it has really good results, like with addiction and stuff. And they're doing all sorts of like studies in the U.S. They're using like mushrooms for depression and the results are apparently crazy like you can take mushrooms once under the guidance of a doctor or whatever and you know you can like see notably less depressive have notably less depression for a year or two after one time well and, yeah i think it and, was aaron Rodgers that went on joe rogan and said that he had gone to the amazon and under yeah. a shaman yeah, and did mushrooms. so many people they have that episode about. on joe rogan like once every five weeks or something and I went and while took, they're talking yeah. about yeah, it, yeah that guy that duncan trussell that uh went to west henderson high school with me he's one of the main people that they talk about this with um oh yeah yeah, that's yeah right. he's a big mystic kind yep. of guy yeah. there's yep. a guy called his name is um sean ryan and he has a lot of uh soldiers on there and they do a lot of discussions and talks and they they've talked Actual uh, Navy SEALs, Rangers, different soldiers have gone over there and dealing with their PTSDs and all of the struggles that they've had to do those. And and they also talk – I mean, I I don't need it, but I imagine they surely do going through the stories that they've talked about. And it's pretty crazy to say the least, but they say the same thing, that it's really tremendously helped them now that – they don't talk much about what they see, but they say what they see is is half the time unexplainable. Yeah. But and who knows to any extent of what it's real, is it God, is it anything like that? But whatever it does for them when they're done, they definitely say that it's something about them is different. Huh. And they're and they're better. And they, I mean they still deal with things, but they say that, that that trip really does help. Yeah. Okay, so I got through two of the Big list of spiritual ones. Well, that's what we like to do. Yeah. Go off on tangents. Uh, so, pharmacia, which we've discussed at length. Hatred, which I okay. think is where you were going with your first post originally. Or contentions. Mm-hmm. We call that strife, strife, which is one of the things God hates. Jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, and heresy mm-hmm. or division. I think mine used the word division, but yep. heresies. So uh, those are all things that are spirit. That those things are spiritual that, you know, and, and we can talk a lot about hatred and, um, and sometimes that hatred comes from jealousy, envy. So sometimes we can be doing more than one of these things at a mm-hmm. time. Um, mm-hmm. And, and. Well, yeah, we're serving our sinful desires instead of serving others in love. Correct. Which is, you know, what it's about. I almost saw like the way you just what you just said about how the, you can do a lot of these things. Uh-huh. <laughs> As I kept studying him, it almost seemed like he was building upon one another. Like it starts with this, and not always necessarily that one, but like for instance, he'll say like envyings murder, right? In, like in that list, envyings then murder. And I thought, well, that's interesting because like when the Cain and Abel story, Cain envied. Able because of how he was treated by God and which led to murder. So it's like there's, like you said, the spiritual sins. 
And when you, okay, so, the, and this is an argument, well, not an argument, but an, a discussion my husband and I have. Um, when you start down the, this path mm-hmm. of the works of the flesh, it always leads to debauchery. Yeah. If you don't stop it, if you don't get it under control, mm-hmm. it, it becomes debauchery. And I, just saw, and you'll be proud of me. I saw a TikTok today. Yay! <laughs> I, not really. I don't. I mean, that's. <laughs> I don't neat, have though. TikTok, but I saw a TikTok. Re, uh, we would call it real on the old people Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, where a person put forth a two-minute diatribe. Diatribe. Thank you. On why self-control was an oppression of the white man. Oh, neat. I was like, I'm pretty sure that Jesus. Is not white. It wasn't white, and nor was Paul. Yeah, Jesus was he white. Was, they were white adjacent. He, he was white. He was white an American, adjacent. right? <laughs> Maybe an American. Blonde hair, blue. So anyway. I, um, I've got it, that picture. But it almost always, when you start down the road and you don't get yourself for in control, it all, that's what happens in here. When we start down a path yeah. and we don't get it under control, it always leads somewhere Usually to debauchery of some sort, but mm-hmm. it, we we always go progressively worse, progressively unless we stop and rein ourselves in. Sure. Then you have the last three, which are all social sins, um, murders, yep, drunkenness, mm-hmm. and revelries or orgies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so those are all. You can't have an orgy by yourself. So, if you, you take some mushrooms, well, you might. Get. You might. Get, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you pharmacia, yeah, the, the, you can at least say, think you are. The schizophrenic is. is I don't know. You, do you, you can use an idol. <laughs> yeah. Yeek. Been, Yeek. been single Yeek. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so that's oh, how boy. a pastor had split those up for me. And I had just listed my Bible. I had never actually written them out like this, but I had just put them in my Bible listed that way. And then when you go and look at when we're, when we get there, actually the fruits of the spirit, there are answers for these three. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that's the works of the flesh. I think if you focus on God and keep refocusing on God and remember love, so treat everyone lovingly, whether you like them or not, or they offend you or not. And then when you find yourself slipping, go back to the Word. Go back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one of the... Good job, Ralph. <laughs> one of the things I think about is I do some of these things. Yeah, on that list, the only one that I thought I hadn't done was witchcraft, but then I found out that I did. <laughs> so uh, you I made a movie all. about it, my friend. Well, I didn't. I didn't practice <laughs> I didn't witchcraft. Actively, yeah. I don't know. I think oh. no. There was very little real witchcraft in the movie. To be fair, yeah, it actually wasn't about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was a lot of fun. The purpose of and and it's not the only list that Paul makes. There's a, there's other lists. Peter makes a list. Um. On some of those lists, you have um, gossip. Yeah, I don't know any. I don't know anybody who hasn't done that. Mm. Period. This episode is brought to you by Carolina Cases. Whether in your home, auto, suitcase, or hotel room, you can be assured that with Carolina Cases, you can protect what matters most. Carolina Cases are TSA approved, so you know your items are secured in a shock and impact-proof hard case. 
These lightweight, durable cases come with pre-cut, protective, high-quality foam to fit your pistols by make and model, compact size or full size. They also come in a universal configuration for multiple options. Carolina cases are more than a pistol case. They are available in fully customizable foam to protect what matters. You can go to their website at www.carolinacases.net to see their designer protective lid designs. Each is laser engraved to give you unmatched style at home or on the range. So protect what matters most. Visit www.carolinacases.net. That's www.carolinacases.net. Enter code BURROWS at checkout to receive free shipping. That's right. Just enter the code BURROWS at checkout and you will receive free shipping. That's B-U-R-R-O-S. Yeah. Today. We, we did it here. Tonight. No, Rick, Rick does that. That's not me. <laughs> Are you starting strife? Yeah. yeah. Listen, but we, as long as you're not starting an orgy, we're good. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> don't finish it either. I'm a method actor. Yeah, don't finish oh. Don't participate. Oh. I see myself in the morning in the mirror. You don't want none of this. Yeah, I've got to go, guys. <laughs> yeah, the atheist has had don't enough of it, our Andy. Christian podcast. Get your tail on this side of that door. <laughs> Jeez. So I think we're going to leave it here. Yeah. Because we are going to end on the orgy. Even, yeah. even Andy has a problem with that one. We're going to. <laughs> but I'm a method actor. So we're going to uh, figure out. That was a good joke. We're going to have fun. <laughs> See what happens when you let things get out of control. It leads to this. Yeah. Hey, we're going to come out of this thing totally different people. That's right. We're going to be fine. Just um, go through the process. But all of that to say, when when you start down those paths, and we all do, I think when Paul was writing that, he goes, did that. Yep, did that. Murder, well, so, yep, did that. I mean, all of the, the hatred of the the Christians, the 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 strife and the division and the hair. I mean, for, for the, the judgment sake. of others. Yeah, the ju- So when you start down that path, if you don't stop, you cannot inherit the kingdom of God. I think that's the 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 King James version of that. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I love because we're going to leave it here, but Paul doesn't leave us here. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, that's the most depressing ending. That's the worst. Go read the rest of the, the chapter. You can mm-hmm. work ahead. Um, but do we have any of these in our lives mm-hmm. today? And if we do, we need to work on getting them out, cleaning out that part. And, and not pointing a, it out in others. And it's a, <laughs> correct. The log in your eye thing. Yeah. You know, making sure that we're taking care of our own. Mm-hmm. Spirit and, and and making sure that it's cleaned up because his mercies are new every morning. And I think as we're thinking about these things, and like I said, your your Facebook posts are the ones I read the almost first thing in the morning. And it makes me think, what do I have in my heart that I need to let Jesus come in and let mm. the Holy Spirit come in and sweep up that particular room and and clean it up and get it spick and span today? Because if I don't my family pays for it, you know. Yeah, well, that's what I like about getting old and being a grandpa. I I wish I was I wish I was old when I was young, because I'm I'm much more humble than I used to be. Which is funny because if you know me, I'm not always that humble. But <laughs> um, can I get an amen? I, I give I give <laughs> I give people a break a lot more. I I I allow for things because I look and I'm like, yeah, I've done all of this stuff. I who am I to judge you? So yeah, there's a lot of ways in which age. 
just does kind of make you a better person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's there's some ways in which maybe a less interesting one, not you personally. Just, there is a reason they call uh, it the golden years. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I'm I'm not smart in some ways because I'm I'm the smart guy. It's just because I made all those mistakes. So, so I think when we Good continue point. with the next few episodes of this, we are going to focus on. Certain, we're not going to try to do every single one and every single. We're going to focus on a couple. Yeah. and just work through them, um, and see where Paul was getting this idea. Is it anywhere else in Scripture? Well, of course it is, because mm-hmm. Paul knew Scripture really, really well. So I think the next one will be, yeah. we'll Teacher. do love, joy, and peace. Mm. And we'll talk about the divisions that the pastor that was preaching on the works of the flesh put the fruits of the Spirit in. That's and, the beauty of that that whole thing in Galatians 5. is He says to walk by the Spirit, not according to the flesh. Then he lays out what the flesh is, and then he lays out what the fruits of the Spirit are. And what you'll find is that the fruits of the Spirit in each one has a way to overtake the works of the flesh. But we have to listen. They're actually in you. We read them in the scriptures, but he's actually already instilled them in you. That's the part we have to remember. We think that this is just because we've read a book. Oh, because the Bible says that therefore it is. If you put that aside and you think about the experience that you've had with Christ and what you what you hear on the inside, that's the spirit that's working against the flesh. It's a war. You know mm-hmm. the war. You felt the war. You know how painful it is. You know how sometimes you don't listen to the spirit and then you do something and then you know like instantly. Yeah. That is that's not just because of scripture. Sometimes scriptures come to our mind, don't get me wrong. But this is the effect of the spirit that's inside the life of the believer. Yeah, well right? that's just that's just our lives like the the for people that uh, uh, are teaching, you know, keep your eye on the goal, keep your eye on the goal. You take your eye off the goal, you're going to get sidetracked. Well, it's the same thing. When you take your eye off Christ, <laughs> these, all these things get in the way. Well, you'll see all these things and you won't see Christ. So, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you've noticed that you're in that, just like, okay, I got to go. I gotta, I gotta, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I yeah. Go, go. I mean, and, and that's the other thing is that, you know, Christians don't, like, we don't own goodness. Christians do not own goodness. There are people that are non-Christian that have goodness. Oh, yeah. That have faithfulness, oh, that yeah. do things. Like, they do these things. It was written They're on patient. their hearts. They have—this is not just a Christian thing, okay? Two, I knew two atheists that are the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. Sure. Honest, nice, Righteousness behave. is not a oh, Christian thing. No, Paul, Paul talks about these things about people like that. But I guess what I'm saying is that for us, that maybe I wasn't this way before— but then I became this way after because of what happened, because of my encounter with Christ. That was not scripture. That was the spirit that was doing that in my heart. And so these are the things I've begun to recognize. And the reason, only reason I'm putting them on Facebook is because I'm tired of the strife that we have. We, all, we have forgotten our first love. We all have forgotten our first love, and we've become this very arrogant Pompous, I'm right, you're wrong. You know, that let's spend hours. I don't think you're right about that. I think let's argue on the <laughs> internet tonight because that's what you know what I mean. So that's really what it's about. I can't is sleep without a good argument. The biggest thing that I wanted everybody to know is that I'm guilty of all, and I'm not saying it in a false humility, I'm just admitting it. I know, I know I am, and I have been, but I also recognize the spirit of my life. And so, and that didn't just come from the Bible, my life changed because of the spirit of God. It did. And so that's the experience that I have. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I believe that. I have no absolutely. way to prove it. I cannot prove that to you. I, I've but always, I, I know it happened to me. And I, so therefore, I talk about it. I've always felt the Spirit in me since I was young because I was raised with the Scriptures and mm-hmm. in church. And even before I you know, was in second grade and got up and took communion, before then I, I felt 
the Spirit. Yeah. Even before then, and I I know the places in my life when I tried to deny it or was fighting against it or angry mm-hmm. uh, about it, uh, and I'm glad that I lived to you know overcome that and you know not be in that and be where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. There well, are no laws against that. The laws of love. Christ loves me like my wife does. She knows all my sins and she loves me anyway. Mm. Man. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, Andy. Thanks Sarita. for being here. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Sarita, Rita. Back again. So love that I show. I love it. Uh, Ralph. Represent. Thanks for bringing notes. I'm not sure you used them, but. I used some of them, and I followed along with you. I, I, I didn't talk a lot because I agreed with most of what you said. Oh, okay, good. I mean, we just, I just read scripture and talked about them. So. <laughs> Cherry. Thanks, Sarita. Thanks, girl. Rico. Mescaline. It's the only way to fly. <laughs> or American Airlines or Delta. <laughs> just not Alaskan. They're probably taking it. Well, yeah. 737 or Airbus. Technically, you could fly a spirit airline. Uh, that's my pun for that. Oh, I got a joke before you tell Rick bye. I got a joke. My See? son told this. My son told this to me. Did you hear about the owl who tried a stint in magic? About the what? The, the owl, owl okay. that tried a stint in magic. Who? <laughs> he went by the name Houdini. Ah. <laughs> My son told me that. I laughed really hard. I don't know. I guess I'm just I'm too daddy. I got a bad joke. Oh, okay. Bad? Yeah, What's, I got the difference? The What's the difference between an apple and an orphan? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you're not going to believe who told me this joke either. Okay. My nine-year-old granddaughter. Uh, that, what, the difference between an apple and an orphan. Okay, what is it? The apple gets picked. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? Oh, I was like, who told you this joke? It's horrible. Oh, I love it. It's <laughs> a good, that's a good joke. It's brutal, though. That's that is brutal. awful. That is, uh, sometimes that's, it falls down and gets bruised. Such a, <laughs> falling down. Oh. You fell down on the floor there. Yep. All right. Last but not least, thanks, Rick, for driving all this way. You're welcome. I enjoyed it. I only drove half the way you drove. That's all right. And he'll pass me on the way back down, even if I leave like 20 minutes before he's he's hauling He's got to get home. (laughs) That's right. Man on a mission. (laughs) So anyway, I'm Sarita, and we'll see y'all next time on the Burrows of Berea. Peace out, guys. See y'all. Later. Hey guys, this is Rick from the Burrows of Berea. Do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes to make a podcast? None. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't cost a lot. And so if you guys don't mind, if anybody would like to give to help us with these episodes, it would be great. We'll put out even more content. And if you go to our Patreon page, just search for the Burrows of Berea. You'll get extra notes, extra episodes, and it's pretty much free. A dollar gets you a lot. Thanks, guys. There was a midget and he was having problem walking because he was uh, he was kind of uh, sore down there, and uh, he went to the doctor. He's like, "Doctor, man, these are these are really sore." And the doctor puts him in the stirrups and takes a look and says, uh, "Well, hang on just a minute." And he goes and gets uh, some scissors and comes in and you hear this snip, 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 sip, and the, <laughs> the, 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 this midget's looking at him and kind of panicked, but he doesn't feel anything. And 
And he goes to the other side and does snip, 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 snip. And he's like, what the? I don't know what you did. I didn't really feel it, but I'm kind of scared right now. I said, what did you do? He said, I cut off the tops of your boots. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel, Andy. Oh. Nice. The orphan joke's still worse. <laughs>